Hi there. It's time. It's drive time, thrive time with me, Erin Breeze, your co-pilot on this road of life after divorce. If you're new here, welcome. This little car cast experiment is all about bringing you added ideas, I hope inspiration for this journey that we're on together and certainly bringing you a sense of, of feeling support that you are not alone out there wherever you are. I am headed north on the 405 back to the area of LA where I live and it's a gray day here. We have May gray and then we have June gloom and it is definitely a June gloom day. And you know, I wanted to kind of talk about some gloom and what we can do with the gloom because it's been a really hard month. Um, I just turn the news off. I tend to, I tend to keep myself in a pretty, um, protected news bubble as often as I can because we need to, we, we all have to protect ourselves in the sense of how much we're, how much we're taking in, what, what input we're, we're sort of absorbing, right? Whether it's social media or news, um, because I mean, obviously it's just been a devastating several weeks, um, with continued shootings. And I know it for all of us, like there's no escaping the, just the heartache and the fear and the sadness, um, that that brings and the sense of not being able to control, not being able to take action in the way that we would like. So I also know, so today I want to talk about a couple of things. One is some of this, how are you taking care of you? Because there is this, um, whenever there's this kind of haze, right, of what's happening in the world around us, we, we really need to be taking extra steps to make sure that we're supported and that we're feeling cared for by ourselves. Um, this is an especially important thing to do when we're also finding ourselves in transition, whether, and that, you know, for sure, the divorce transition itself, um, and if you're early on in it, that takes enormous time and attention and effort. So that could be the transition that you're working on. It also could be the transition of entering the summer. You know, this is, um, we finished school. I know some of you have already wrapped up school. If you have kids of school age, we finished school next week. Um, and so we're still in the like crazy, crazy chaotic, all the final to do's of, of events. And because I have, um, my oldest is graduating or finishing eighth grade. So promotion events and all of that. Um, but there's just all of these extra logistics and supplies needed and things to remember. And that can create a lot of added fatigue, right? Because we're trying to hold so much. And then there's also the, what are we transitioning into? So anytime we're going through a transitional stage into some, into a new phase, right? So whether it's going from the divorce, one phase of it, maybe you are separating households. Maybe you're, um, kind of moving into a new rhythm with a new custody arrangement, right? But I want you to be really conscious for yourself of are, am I going through, what transition am I going through? We're always going through some sort of a transition and just noticing how am I relating to that? Is it creating overwhelm or is it creating unease? Is it creating just stress or fear, right? Because 
we want to then be able to work through all of those things, but first just notice and observe what is my relationship to transition. So we're talking today about what's my relationship to some of the gloom that's around me. If I'm feeling, um, an added fatigue related to world events or national events or local events, right. That are outside of my family unit, but that of course impact us. What's my relationship to that? How am I, how am I being affected by that? Right. So that we can support ourselves. And then we're also looking at where am I with transition? Um, how am I handling the end of school year transition, but also how am I relating to other life transitions? Because we want to, again, we want to notice where our relationship to that. What I mean by relationship is how, how are we doing in response to it? Right. Is it something that we're feeling confident with and clear about, or is it something that we're feeling the opposite, unclear and not confident because that will be radically different in terms of how we're experiencing it. Right. And we, we have so much power over our, our relationship to things, um, the meaning that we make of things, but we first have to sit with that and ask and observe, how am I actually observing uh, or relating to this so that we have to observe ourselves so that we can then support ourselves differently if we need more support. We also are looking at, okay, we're all going through a seasonal transition right into the summer. And that often brings, even if you don't have school-age kids, but I know many of us do, it just brings, every season brings different sets of opportunities, activities, events, depending on your work world. It might bring different projects and different timelines related to work goals. It's mid-year. So sometimes that brings us a place of wanting to really reflect um, on certain benchmarks. It's ending, you know, the second quarter. So depending on your work life and the school life um, of your family, there's a lot that changes with the summer. And it's important that we take some time to do some planning around that from a place of, okay, well, how, what, what do I want most? What are my priorities for the summer? What will bring me the most joy, bring me the most peace, bring me the most confidence, the most clarity? What do I need to feel successful by the end of the summer, right? Because when we, we take some time to do that, then we can create what I call family flow, but you can, to be, to have family flow, we also need our individual flow, right? So we want to look at the whole slice of time, a time frame, And I find it really helpful to look at the whole summer and map it out. I like to use just your downloadable, you know, super basic calendars that I can get a, you know, super simple, my basic pencil, because I need the eraser as I map things out. And I do this, I do a version of it for my family with my girls and all the different camps and all the different, you know, the travel, we have travel starting next week. And so just mapping all that out. And then I do another one for work. Um, and it's really helpful to take the time to just see the picture and feel into it because inevitably it helps me to see places where, Ooh, I need to also write in, um, and, you know, I was just going to say, write this part in, in pen, because we don't want to erase it. It's like, where do I need downtime for me? Where do I need even a personal day retreat? Where do I need some, um, you know, some PTO time, some mental health time, some self-care time. We want to take a picture of the summer and from the beginning 
make sure that we have mapped that out and built that in. We deserve it and we need it. And I promise all the things that you want to accomplish this summer, you will be able to do with so much more joy and ease and peace of mind if you if you build in the time that you need to take care of you. And all too often when we're really busy and I'm, you know, this, I get affected by this too. Like I'll, you know, it won't surprise you. Um, I don't think to, if you've heard how I've had my girls three weeks in a row, um, I struggle with keeping up my own self care when, because I just, we, we run out of time. Um, and some of that, you know, for short periods of time, yes, we can sprint. And I knew that it would be you know, three weeks so I could kind of map out. And then I have a lot of resetting I need to do this weekend and even next week. And I'm really going to be, you know, I'm going to be shifting some things, some things that I thought were going to happen in May. I need to reschedule things that I thought were going to happen in June. Honestly, I need to push those back too, because they're just, I need to make sure that I'm first restored so that then I can, I can hold the space and do the work that I do with, with you, if you're listening and you're one of my clients, right? So we want to really honor that if things have, we've had some off-plan things that have made us, required us to be even more um, on with our families or on at work, that we then thoughtfully, really thoughtfully for ourselves, create the space and time that we need to reset and restore we have to choose that. And the beauty when we do is that we model them for our kids, that they are important, that we get to, that restorative time is, is a part of productivity. We cannot be productive in a sustainable way if we are not being restorative also. We will burn out. We just, all of us will. None of us can go and go and go and sprint forever. It's just not possible. So we want to be really conscious. If you've been sprinting a little bit like me, but with this combination, maybe for you too, there's a combination of some COVID-related, having to take some more things on, or work-related at this time of year, or school-related, or a combination, right? Making sure that you take that time is so important. And map it out. Give yourself a special color with a highlighter, right? And so that when you see all the to-dos of the summer, or all the things that are happening, wonderful things, uh, many of them, right? The trips or the camps or the wonderful, but make sure that you are giving yourself a special color that represents the downtime for you, the restoration time for you. It's just essential, especially when we're going through lots of transitions. And then also with this concept of flow that we work with at Family um, Inside Family Hive Programming here at Happy Home is really we need to create new flows periodically with the changes to our schedules, the same morning routine and evening routine and day routine and rituals aren't going to do it, right? Because every, there's just very different, um, potentially very different rhythm to your summer or needs that you have and that your family has and commitments, right? So we have to, or we want to, we get to, right? We get to create a new flow that will be really supportive of you and meeting all the needs of those that you are responsible for. But you've got to make sure that that flow includes the time that's your flow. And what I mean by that is, what is your morning routine to, to set your day even before you're wearing the hat of mom? Even before you walk into between your between being mom in the morning and work mode, what's that transition for yourself? Do you have a transition? Or are you running from one 
kind of role to the next role because it's really powerful, even five minutes. Hopefully you um, are on my email list and get my take two emails on sent most Sundays, taking a few minutes, just even two minutes to reset and to breathe and connect and get centered. What is it like coming back to our purpose, our, our intention for the day is so powerful and it helps us to not be in this like frenzied state where the day goes by, we've just been running, right? We need to take these pauses. It's really important to take these purposeful pauses. And when you take two or three or four or hopefully five, right? Um, you can, you can place those spaces to help you with your own transition so that, cause we are wearing multiple hats. We are shifting in huge ways, the different roles that we're fulfilling throughout our day. So I want you to have to, be conscious of, well, in the morning, maybe that's when I have my me time where it's like my, my, I connect into my spirit, my soul, myself in this deep way and, and set my intention for the day. Right. And then I, then I shift into mom mode and my, what I'm holding is the intention of being connected to my child or children as I support them in setting up their day, getting them where they need to go, whatever, all those things. Then I'm going to take two or three or four or even five would be awesome to notice that, okay, now I'm shifting identity again. I'm changing hats, so to speak, into my, my work world, right? Or whatever else is next. Maybe it's your time with your partner or, or friend or a neighbor, whatever it is. But when we get really conscious of, okay, now this is the part I'm playing of this beautiful life that I've scripted um, and that I'm writing for myself, um, then we can just become so much more present. Without those, without those two to five minute check-ins, right, we, we can... We're just more vulnerable to like the onslaught that is always available. <laughs> Remember, the onslaught of to-dos is always there. It is almost always there. It's available if we choose it. So if we don't create time away from it, it will fill up our time. It just will. We, we deserve to set the boundaries for ourselves of the time to be with ourselves so that we can be connected to the present. Because remember, it's in the present that we have our power and that we are consciously creating our experience. When we get lost and our, you know, feel like the day is just a blur, like that's when we're not as, we're not powerfully creating. Things are being created for sure. All kinds of things that can feel stressful or overwhelming or disorganized or, you know, whatever they're feeling, they are, they're being created, but it's not necessarily conscious. And the more that we're consciously creating, the more that we, we get to experience what we actually desire to have in our lives from the relationships to the abundance to all the things. So that's what we've been talking about today. And I just want to do a little recap as I get close to home is first noticing how am I being affected by any gloom? Um, right now I'm seeing the, the June gloom that we have here in Southern California, this on the coast this time of year. Um, and it's really reminded me today of kind of this metaphor for just the gloominess of just all that's going on around gun violence and the recent shootings that are devastating our nation and how 
we want to be conscious of how we're what how are we relating to these big events in our nation in our world in our communities um so that we're getting making sure that we're feeling supported then we've also been doing a scan to see like how am i doing with big transitions maybe it's the divorce transition itself maybe it's the summer transition from end of school year into summer maybe it's something unrelated it has to do with work or something else but really noticing What's my relationship to this transition I'm experiencing so that you can support yourself? And then we've been talking about scheduling, making sure that you're looking at your goals and your what you want to experience and mapping it out for the summer. This is a beautiful time to make sure if you haven't done this already to do this for the whole summer. Even if you don't have kids of school age, the summer as a season, we can do this for every season, right? But we want to map it out so that we can um, really set ourselves up for success. And one of the things that I want you to do if you have not done, so first map it all out and then take a favorite color and make sure you have placed in there for yourself time for you throughout the summer. Because often if it's not there in the calendar, in a color, we end up allowing other things to take our attention away other people's needs or wants or priorities or other things. And we have, we deserve, and it's actually a really vital and important practice that we honor for ourselves is that we say no to the things that could compete with our time for ourselves. It's just too important because the alternative is that we, if we don't do that, we run the risk of burning out. We run the risk. We have all kinds of health, mental health and physical health issues, um, because none of us can sprint forever. So I want you to really look through that lens. Have I created the time that I need for me? Do I need to reach out to and want to reach out to a friend and like plan some special evenings or afternoons or time together? Make sure I, you know, don't keep saying I want to have that day away or that day trip, but that I actually invite the person and or just have it as a solo experience and take time and be indulgent with a day away where I'm going to take that deserved PTO day I haven't used yet, right? And just go do something for myself, with myself. Um, we want to build that in because then we can hold, then we practice the boundary of holding it. Other stuff will come up. We'll get tempted perhaps to, you know, oh, I'll just, I'll do it next week. And I want you to really notice that if that's your tendency, make this summer the summer that you you keep saying no thank you to anything else that would compete with time that you deserve to have with you and for you. All right? And as always, if you want more help on this road of life, I would love to connect with you. You can email me and we can schedule that way or hop on my in the show notes for this and um, my scheduling link is there. Choose a time. If you can't find a time, just email me. We will find one. I often have times that don't show up in that system or would happily create one for you. So just email me, um, let me know, and then we'll figure out when we can connect. All right. And then be also on the lookout. I'll be emailing soon. There's some new things coming this summer that I haven't fully announced. I had partially announced Love Life, which is this new journey that um, is starting very soon. And so I'd love to talk to you about that if that had piqued your interest. But there's also some other things that are coming. So be on the lookout um, in your inbox for all of that. And um, until we talk again, until our next little road, road conversation, CarCast, I'm sending you so much love and so much sunshine. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye.